So yesterday, uh, as I noted, I I had to cut a ton of balsam, and that was because there was a uh, failure of communication between myself and a wholesale customer, and I decided to step up to the plate and push myself really hard in order to not leave them hanging. And that has meant that these last couple of days before Thanksgiving, which I thought I had sort of in the bag in a very comfortable sort of way, that all of a sudden those days now feel very full. Um, And for a while it made me, well, for a while, for yesterday and the day before, made me think like I could feel myself settling into the old mindset of just working myself to the bone. And this morning I woke up with a renewed vigor, a renewed desire to make sure that I reclaim the idea of this year as the year of fun. Or or more simply put, that this is the year when I try not to bite off more than I can chew and actively seek to make Christmas tree season sort of less less working as hard as I possibly can. Um, Both because if we're a couple thousand dollars short of what we were last year, which I don't think we will be, uh, that's fine. We're we're okay in terms of money. We're not. It used to be that the Christmas tree farm was the only real source of income we had. I mean, we had other work, but it was the, it was by far the biggest. And so we just squeezed it and squeezed it and squeezed it, which meant squeezing me um, and really sacrificing myself at this time of year, each year, because financially we needed to and we don't need to anymore. And what I'm coming to recognize is that myself declaring that it's the year of fun doesn't mean that there... I need to change... I need to change some of the dynamics to essentially, hmm, how to describe this? Basically, um, there will always be people asking for things from me at this time of year. It's part of the nature of having a Christmas tree farm. It's one of the things that feels really good to feel like for this period of time, what you do is an incredible demand, but it requires more than ever boundaries. And it's making me aware that as I, as you get successful in any profession, boundaries become more important. And I've felt this in the spoon carving business where, uh, and the spoon carving is easier to have boundaries because the time frame is open-ended. And I think if I was carving stuff for the holiday season, it would be just as much of a squeeze as this is now. Because there's an artificial deadline of, you know, people want their stuff by whatever, by Thanksgiving, by Christmas, depending on what it is. Um, there is this there's this squeeze that's put on stuff and the temptation is to make the money while the the money is there to be made. 
and having faith that there will be enough even if you don't squeeze as hard as you might uh, is tricky and and having boundaries around when I will and won't work and and what I will and won't do and and how hard I push myself is one of the most helpful ways I know of to make sure that I don't harm myself in the long term, burn out mentally, um, or set up a dynamic. Because if I push really hard to squeeze someone in this year, well then next year, assuming that all of my customers return, well then I, I have that same squeeze. But then I have another person who's asking to come in. So there's always a, a bit of a dance here. One thing that I will say is that having a having a shorter work day as my normal, right? Working from 10 to 4 or 4.30 most days meant that when there was the squeeze, when I did need to really step up my game and help this customer, that I could start at 8 and increase my work day by 25%. And it was a crazy exhausting day, but it was it was doable. There was that slack built into the system. And this is something I also think is valuable, which is whenever there are uncertainties as to what will be required of you, whether because you have kids or because you have the type of job that just has uncertainty built into it, like, a, I don't know, like a firefighter or anyone really who has a job that can all of a sudden demand more from them. It is really important that you operate not at your highest level, um, but at a level that allows you to crank it up if you have to. And being okay with, with that lower level is important because if you can't crank it up, then you can't gracefully accommodate the things that occur over time. And also, your life will accommodate itself to what, to what you expect of it. So if you work all the time and earn a lot of money, earn more money than you otherwise would because you work all the time, your life will adapt itself to that higher level of money. And that will be your sense of normal. Whereas if you worked less, your life would adapt itself to that level of money. And, and if you work for yourself, certainly, possibly also if you work for other people, everything is relative because in theory you should be able to earn more year over year if you're doing a good job. Whether it being an employee or working for yourself. And it might take a combination of those two things in order for the earning more year over year to be true. But it is possible for every single one of us if we're willing to do the things. And so that being said, I think it's important to get the life right first and then the money will sort itself out in time. 
and as long as we do a good job of doing the work. It's not to say that it will automatically sort itself out, but you get the point at any rate. So then you're going along at a, at let's say 75% capacity and an unexpected demand on the system requires a surge from you. Well, you, you have that surge <clears throat> available. And then the key is once the demand on the system is done, is leveling it back down and not thinking to yourself, well, this is the new normal. I can just, I can just do this all the time because then you won't be ready for the next demand on the system. I've heard this described as peak performance versus optimal performance. Peak performance is what we expect of an athlete in an athletic event, right? They're playing at their, they're performing at their very best. And the problem is that you don't recognize that that is something that can only occur for a relatively short period of time and everything in that person's life is calibrated to be at their peak during that period of time. Their sleep, their training, their eating, everything will be <clears throat> carefully coordinated so that they reach their peak at a given time. Whereas optimal performance is what is the level of function at which, from which you can ramp up, but at which you can keep going forward without suffering um, a loss of ability over the long term. <clears throat> and I think what I am seeking is my optimal performance. And for a long time, I thought of the Christmas tree farm, the Christmas tree season, excuse me, as being a period of peak performance that I was sort of, I would, I would uh, line everything up. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have some phlegm in my throat. That I would line everything up so that during the Christmas tree season, I could just go, 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 go and sort of give my peak performance. And it's kind of impossible to do that for two months straight. Um, no matter how much I try to line up. So I much more see it now as I'm seeking optimal, optimal performance during the season, and that will allow me to ramp up when needed. But then equally important is the ability to ramp back down. So that's what I'm doing today. I have an hour before I need to leave for the farm. And then I'm going to tie reeds all day. But the goal is to not push myself super hard because I definitely need a rest day after yesterday. I hope you guys are having an optimally performing day. Talk tomorrow.